This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Welcome along everyone to the post-game podcast with Patrick Smith on the Blood Red channel, courtesy of the Liverpool Echo after the Reds defeated Rangers 2-0 at Anfield in the Champions League, thanks to a stunning Trent Alexander-Arnold free kick and a Mohamed Salah penalty. It was a change of shape to the 4-2-3-1 for Jurgen Klopp's side who dominated the evening, a confidence-boosting result for all involved ahead of the weekend's trip to top of the table Arsenal. As ever, we're bringing you all the quality reaction to that much-needed three points. With Paul Gorst and Theo Squire's verdict from the press box battling the Anfield lawnmowers, Jürgen Klopp's press conference from the dugout and the view from the cop with the fans' reaction. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hello and welcome to this evening's verdict from Anfield. The Paul defeated Rangers 2-0. They're back to winning ways. I'm here with Paul Gorst, the Liverpool correspondent, home and away. Yeah, a bit more like it. I mean, it was similar to the Ajax game, wasn't it, where you felt that Liverpool looked a bit more like their old selves, but still not quite firing on all cylinders. I mean, um, Rangers were great, really. But a big name in British football, but I don't think that the team were kind of, you know, at the same level, if you like. So, you know, within the first 10 15 minutes, you realised that Liverpool were pretty much going to be on the front foot, uh, chasing the game, taking it to Rangers, and it was just a case of whether they could hold out with the five across the back, they couldn't really get out their own half, and then when Trent Alexander-Arnold scores that free kick, you're thinking, OK, this is the Bills to lose now, and I think Rangers for a long time have been really happy when it was 1-0, um, I think they were happy to sit here, wait for, for the chances that never really came, did it? Uh, I think they got that one big chance at 2-0, but generally, um, they look um, quite comfortable, and, and very much needed in terms of a step in the right direction. Not a not a massive leap, but certainly a step forward given the uh, difficulties of the, the season so far. And um, yeah, up to nine points now, in, in the, or six points rather, in, in Group A. And uh, if they make it back to back wins against Rangers at Ibrox next week, then they're within such a distance of the knockout stages, and then you can kind of start looking at the, the league form again. And, Back to basics on the domestic front, but um, you know, the Rangers are never really going to put on the super special tonight. You know, you can tell after the first 10 15 minutes that Liverpool was there with us. Touched on a Trent's free kick there. Now, plenty's been said about his form recently. Only seven minutes from the book. That was a perfect response from him. Why are you watching Gareth Southgate? Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple of national newspapers go with that on the back pages for tomorrow, and I think. Probably a little bit over-egging it, shall we say, I mean, it's a couple of times I've seen it. Hello, welcome to this evening's verdicts from Anfield. The Liverpool beating Rangers 2-0, they're back to winning ways. I'm here with Paul Horst, our Liverpool correspondent, home and away. That's more like it, please. Yeah, a bit more like it. I mean, it was similar to the Ajax game, wasn't it, where you felt that Liverpool looked a bit more like their old selves, but still not quite firing on all cylinders. I mean, um, Rangers were great, really. Big name in British football, but I don't think that the team are kind of, you know, at the same level, if you like. So, you know, within the first 10 15 minutes, you realise that Liverpool were pretty much going to be on the front foot, uh, chasing the game, taking it to Rangers, and it was just a case of whether they could hold out with the five across the back, they couldn't really get out their own half. And then when Trent Alexander Arnold scores that free kick, you're thinking, okay, this is Liverpool to lose now. And I think Rangers for a long time have been really happy when it was 1 0. Um, I think. They were happy to sit here, wait for, for the chances that never really came, did it? I uh, think they got that one big chance at 2-0, but generally, um, Liverpool um, were 
quite comfortable and, and very much needed in terms of a step in the right direction. Not a, not a massive leap, but certainly a step forward given the difficulties of the season so far. And, um, yeah, up to nine points now, in, in, or six points rather, in, in Group A. And, if you make a back-to-back win against Rangers at Ibrox next week, then they're within such a distance of the knockout stages, and then you can kind of start looking at the, the league form again and you know, get back to basics on the domestic front. But um, you know, the Rangers are never really going to under too much pressure tonight. You know, you can tell after the first 10 15 minutes that Liverpool was there with us. Touched on a Trent's free kick there. Now, plenty's been said about his form recently. 37 minutes from the block, that was a perfect response for him. Why are you watching Gareth Southgate? Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple of national newspapers go with that on, on the back pages of tomorrow, and I think probably a little bit over-egging it, shall we say. I mean, a couple of times I've sat off and Rangers getting behind, you know, it wasn't massively affordable, um, you know, certainly Rangers did, did try to target that left-hand side, didn't even Ryan Kenton, and then um, this is the, the substitute for the fashion, Sir Carla, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, that we didn't know that he couldn't do anyway going forward. He was very unlucky against Brighton late on, was in a similar kind of range, uh, similar type of free kick. Robert Sanchez got a hand to that one, and Alan McGregor couldn't get anywhere near the other one, but he was a superb strike. And to be fair to the range of goalkeepers, he's probably had one of the games of life tonight. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't anything new that we did, didn't know Trent Alexander Arnold couldn't do, it's just a case of uh, kind of um, getting his head on for a few weeks, doing the basics. Um, and clean sheet, you know, Major Man like said in the mix on after the game that he should have got kind of defending as a unit and slowly but surely get back to the levels that we know that we're capable of. So this was a, a, a good step in, in the right direction. Against the system in the minute, but it's all we need is up front. Much improved performance from him. The only thing lacking is that goal. He was, he was great, wasn't he? Um, I mean, he, he, he was on the book, you really had four chances in, in the first half, and I would say McGregor had a superb game, so. Um, got a hand to a couple of them with me and the, the one that impressed me was the one that I picked up and through and kind of has a burst of speed and it's a good left foot and it was a good strike and the McGregor got a good right hand to it and kept it out and on another night he's going to have a couple couldn't he so you know it, it, he's still waiting for the, the elusive takeoff but this was very much you know, a little bit of a glimpse of what Darwin is going to do for Liverpool in the coming weeks and months and um, I think he's just got to get in this team you know I think it's not okay he's, he's the, it's not going to be a guaranteed start because no one well, very few players are at the pool, but um, he's just going to play as often as he can and he will start to plan to go to the pool and, and this very much like the team itself was, was a big step forward and a welcome one and now it's a case of um, getting more rhythm under his belt and momentum and as Klopp said after the right game they've got a lack of consistency and, and stability so games like this will Game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Evening, everyone. Liverpool manager, who would like to go first? <coughs> Good game, extra game we wanted to play. Uh, a really good defensive performance um, in a new structure. Offensively, it created an awful lot without using Rangers goalie. A couple of really nice saves, and we missed some others, but um, liked it a lot. Two goals we scored were 
really nice, like okay, bonus penalty, but the move from from um, Lucho for the pen was really good, and we played good in that in these areas. And the free kick from Trent was outstanding, and setting out all the others can say it here again. Set piece goals are actually my favorite goals because you don't have to wait for we are. You just can celebrate them. So um, in the end, uh, I think Rangers came up a little bit, but um, didn't put us. Yeah, with one situation really, uh, where Ali had to make a save. Uh, but apart from that, I, I, I like the game a lot. Is that the good thing that you're creating the chances on a slight frustration? No frustration about that at all. Um, I really don't want, didn't want to sit here now and talk about a four 0 or whatever. Two 0 top gives us three points. Let's keep going. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. I think you can see that. So the way the boys, the boys up front moved today together, I thought was extremely, extremely good for one only one session. Working on it, to be honest, we never did it before. We had now one session, and that with a low intensity because we only played recently. Um, so that just see how good a, a good a striker is to come constantly in these situations. So I think everybody saw tonight that this this will happen, and um, so all good. Rightly um, so. Is, how much does that factor into your preparations this week? You, you really look like the team certainly looked like you had a, a point to prove right from the, the first whistle. A lot of urgency, the pressure really high up the pitch. How, how, is that just outside noise for you, or is it? Are you, are you aware of the, the criticism? Can't wait for the moment when I can read newspapers again because I've been reading them for weeks. <laughs> Don't know what's happening in the world, to be honest, because. Um, I know the big news and the bad news. I know all of them, but um, no, I have no clue. Um, but the criticism was completely fine. It's completely fine. We are not over the moon about our situation. Let me say it like this. But it's all not. We we played here some really good games. It's not like ten years ago. It's not too long ago. And um, Champions League nights at Liverpool are, are always um, quite enjoyable. Usually, um, and that's what happened tonight again. But that that we are re that we were really up to. Don't think it had too much to do with the situation, it was that game which gave us this um, job to do. But that's how I said. Um, I, I saw tonight um, a team fully committed. That's what you saw obviously as well, and that's what I like a lot, and that's what we have to do. Jan at the back. I think they played against Napoli. Start played against Napoli five, and the Ajax they started and changed or the other way around. No, this was the way. Yeah. No, we're not surprised. We, but we had to prepare for both. But that's more. I think our setup was a bigger surprise tonight. They say like this. That's for sure. We surprised ourselves. <laughs> um, and yeah. These situations can then happen. It was difficult. It was difficult to defend. I think Diogo Jota moved particularly well in between the lines. Um, Darwin kept them away. But now um, we will see what we do when we come to Rangers. We respect them a lot, and we know it's a different game, different occasion, um, and we don't even think that we are kind of halfway through or on the right side. No, we really. That's why I said two-nil top result, tough game, fight, good, <coughs> go from here. Jamie Pay with the glasses. Hi, uh, you have another full work of virtually your usual starting 11. Is it 
is that an option that you like a lot? Yeah. Is that something that you can use again, or is it more related to this? No. Actually, nothing to do with the game. It had a little bit to do with the game, but not too much. It was for us. We wanted to defend differently um, to what we usually do. If you see us for a few years now, then um, if somebody was criticizing us for our defending, it was more or less people are talking about a high line, but that people created now, and when we were defensive press, in a defensive pressing situation, that they create a lot of chances. That's rare. Was rare, but happened more. No, and that's why we set it up slightly different, closed different gaps. Um, we knew that obviously uh, the left side is the of Grangers is the creative side. Ryan and and, and Balisic, Tavani is a big threat in in the finishing situation. But so that was that was a part which had to do with the game. But um, apart from that, no. Chris Baskin. Yeah, that's true. It played a good game, eh? so defensively, especially, wonderful goal. Um, how I said, we set it up differently. We cannot talk about that every week, but it's not. A, Trent has no defensive problem. We have a defensive, had a defensive problem. Hopefully, had because we, our timing was not right, and we take risk in defending. Everybody knows that. Um, if then the timing is not right, you open gaps, and these gaps are very often in the back of Trent, but not because of him. But because of other situations, and then he has to track back. And yes, how I said, we 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 were not in the perfect moment, and that's why we adjusted it slightly. A wonderful goal, eh? Um, yeah. What can I say? I would now say well, that's Trent, but it's long ago that he last time scored a free kick, so I'm happy that he sh um, had this still in his locker. Jürgen, Mori. Jürgen, I appreciate this is not your fault or maybe your concern, but Liverpool Rangers are both huge clubs in, in British football. I think a lot of people would watch that game tonight and see the gulf between the team and the kind of be calm about it. I'm pretty, Rangers is a really good team, doing really well, um, and played an exceptional season in Europe last year. Unlucky that they lost the final, qualified for the Champions League. That's all positive. You cannot have all in one. Give them a bit of time to adapt to Europe as well. I think both. Maybe it's the wrong press conference to talk about Celtic. I'm not sure if you also stand up and go if I say the word, but um, use the word. But um, both um, of these clubs made a big step in the last few years and yeah if you want you can um, talk about the gulf between or you see how close they came and that's pretty much the way I would look at it but you're right it's not really my problem <laughs> thank you everyone see you the post game podcast on the blood red channel Steve Dawson on Liverpool's 2-0 win over Glasgow Rangers. Good to be back to winning ways and in convincing fashion as well. I thought we, we dominated possession. Um, we had plenty of attempts on goal. And in some ways, you know, certainly happy with the points and the 2-0 win, but in some ways disappointing that we didn't get more. Um, 
I guess quite a lot to talk about, but I think I'll focus on just a couple of things. And, and it really, they're both built around the starting lineup. Firstly, specifically that Darwin Nunez was selected. Um, Nunez watch then, effectively. You know, he he reminds me, and I may have said this on the podcast before, he reminds me of John Aldridge, who scored plenty of goals for Liverpool. But he, in many ways, he stood out because he missed so many. He was in a side that was very creative. I mean, he would have he would have been given a lot of opportunities on a plate by the likes of Peter Beardsley and John Barnes week in, week out. And what always stood out for me was that he was more frustrating than, than joyous, even though he did score plenty of goals for Liverpool. And, and Nunez is, I fear, shaping into the same kind of character. I was very excited when he signed. I tweeted weeks and weeks before he signed that I'd be happy for him to come even if it meant Mane going and I still think he'll come good in the sense that he'll be a very handy player get amongst the goals and always be a threat I mean he is constantly a threat and and very bothersome for the for the opposition but he's lacking confidence and he doesn't seem to be a natural finisher which may seem like a strange thing to say First half, four shots on goal. The first two were a very comfortable height for the goalkeeper, which to me means that, you know, that, that whole um, natural finisher thing may not be there. You want, to go, you want to go low and to the corners, and those first two attempts certainly didn't do that. He then had a shot from distance, which was okay, a bit speculative, but he took it fairly well. Uh, his fourth attempt of the first half generated a save that you would expect the goalkeeper to make. Again, it didn't make it very difficult for the keeper. In the second half, another one from distance that went over the bar. And then he had a shot from the edge of the box that was blocked from close quarters and was substituted. (laughs) Um, We are, aren't we, yet to be convinced by him. We've yet to see what what I think he promised so much in that... um, away leg in last season's Champions League when he was at Anfield and, and was such a threat. And I, you know, I continue to have very high hopes for him. But he is not yet there and he's, he's some way off. I guess the other aspect, or certainly the other aspect of the of the selection was, was the formation. And there would have been many Liverpool fans and I was one of them who was... Very excited to see four two three one. We've seen Jurgen deploy this formation before, but it's always been in a sort of panic situation in the in the final third of the game, trying to rescue it. Uh, this was obviously at the start of a game, but something of a, a panic situation nonetheless. Something needed to change, didn't it? Uh, and four two three one is is something I think we've all we've all hope that we'd see more of we've had so much success with 4-3-3 that it would be reckless to just abandon it but it, it would be nice to see something you know some some variety and when I looked at the starting lineup yep yeah, exciting stuff but I did wonder as the as the game started you know how well suited we are how well staffed we are to play this formation on a consistent basis and it turns out probably not too badly you know in terms of the 
the two in the holding position, the two number sixes. In addition to the two that started today, you've got Fabinho who came on and, and did fulfil that role for the latter stages. Naby Keita when he's fit and, and James Milner. So you've, you've got five clearly for two slots there. Maybe understaffed, maybe about right. It's there or thereabouts. In the the three positions in the four two three one that would play behind very likely Darwin Nunez, in addition to the three that started today, you're quite well staffed actually. You've got Bobby Firmino, who's the obvious um, alternative, Harvey Elliott, uh, Carvalho as well. Interestingly, and I think Oxley Chamberlain is very much out of place in the Liverpool side at, at the moment, which is one of the reasons he, he hasn't seen much football over the last few years. But 4-2-3-1, I think, is probably the best fit there is for him. Uh, he could take, I th- suspect, a number of positions in the front four. And if he gets the opportunity, which is by no means a foregone conclusion, he may well be able to take advantage of that and uh, extend his career at Anfield. So you're looking at eight players for four positions there, and that's not too bad. I think it, it gives us more from Harvey Elliott because he, he's not really a natural right-sided midfielder. His his role would be naturally further up the field. And that means that we have the opportunity to give Mo Salah much-needed rests, particularly when we are playing an awful lot of football as we are this month. It also gives the opportunity to play Mo in a slightly different position from time to time, um, just alter- alternating and moving things around. Mo could play in that in that forward role as a striker, as he has done from from time to time. So I'm very pleased with the the fact that Jurgen started a game with four two three one. I don't necessarily think he'll do that every time, particularly if if this victory is the first uh, in a long line of victories. Fingers crossed. There, he may well revert to to four four three three, and I expect him to. But here's hoping that occasionally 4-2-3-1 does become uh, a formation of choice. It will perhaps address critics who say that we are a little bit too predictable and that people have found us out and maybe provide a nice alternative for us to take on the rest of this season. At Galasahi on Twitter. Much better performance from Liverpool against Rangers in the Champions League and one that they needed. Obviously, Liverpool have been way below par this season, especially without the ball, in which they've given up so many chances to the opposition and been hurt so many times, so regularly and so easily, right through the spine of the team. However, today was much better. I mean, what you do have to factor in is you do have to factor in the level of opposition Liverpool are playing against, and that would always be a consideration, and it has to be in the back of your mind when you obviously assess what is still a good Liverpool performance. And so I think a lot of the standard of the opposition would have played into Jürgen Klopp's thinking at the start of the game because it's very rare that Klopp diverts away from his default 4-3-3 system. And the only times in which he normally does do it is to go to what normally resembles a 4-2-3-1 system against opposition that he feels Liverpool can dominate against. Or late on in games where potentially Liverpool need to chase down a lead or chase down a deficit within the game. And he almost throws caution to the wind in which Liverpool have got control of the game, they dominate possession 
and then on the front foot and then allow Liverpool to, to not worry too much about what the opposition can do to hurt them when they regain possession such as Liverpool's controlling the game. And that's why I'm not reading too much in to the system change that Liverpool applied tonight. I mean, Liverpool have had major problems, not just in the midfield, but through all the units of the team in which, as I say, the opposition have been able to play through so easily, so often. So, judging by the performance tonight and the fact that Liverpool actually did defend well and did go forward well, created a lot of opportunities and the goalkeeper was in fine form to deny them more goals... And because of the way they've been playing so poorly, it wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool stuck to the system within the next couple of weeks. But I do have always in the back of my mind that Klopp will have signposted the game against Rangers to tweak his favoured system, which he normally wouldn't do against opposition he perceives as stronger. And as you can imagine, you know, Liverpool going in against Arsenal and Manchester City with a midfield two of, say, Thiago and Jordan Henderson, who played today, has that midfield as a two, because there's no question that they will normally be against a three, in a midfield three against them. Is that something that you could see Klopp going in with against them two sides? And I have my massive doubts on that. Of course, just because Liverpool, however, are playing, say, a 4-4-2 as they did today, that doesn't mean you can't get bodies in the centre of the pitch from from other areas and, and be able to still maintain numerical superiority or numerical equality in there. So, as you've seen today, one of the, the centre-forwards would drop in and create that extra man when Liverpool didn't have possession to be able to cut off passing lanes into any central players, something that Liverpool have, have really not been able to do this season and been far too easily to easy to play through. But again, you've got to factor in the opposition they were playing against and will that draw the same amount of success that today did against players with better technical ability, who see the picture quicker, who were able to move the ball on quicker with more minimal touches and make better decisions. So really interesting to me how he now goes about this because I still have me question marks over whether he would see a midfield two, especially with the physicality and legs within that midfield two, whether it is Fabinho, Henderson or Thiago as a two, would have enough. However, obviously today it worked well. Liverpool started with Darwin Nunes and Diogo Jota as the, the front two. And whilst I didn't think either of the two were outstanding within the game, I thought they played well. They got into good areas, especially Darwin Nunes, to be able to take, a, take an opportunity, take a chance. And it's still early in his Liverpool career. And I must say, there's a lot of things with on the ball that are very untidy in his game. And again, I'm not going to judge that too early however one thing you can say about him in a positive sense is that he does seem to get in the right areas and normally in terms of the the chances he generates especially from inside the danger area of the 18 yard box you can see that as a positive i'll need to see a lot more of them to then to be able to assess whether obviously liverpool have, have signed a really good player for that amount of money and he's going to be a success and i think everyone's just gonna to have to hang fire on that and again his participation within the next two games and how big a role he plays will know against the best opposition currently that Liverpool will face in the country in both games 
will be a really big indicator for me where he, where he currently sits in Klopp's thinking not a home game against Rangers who are Liverpool are going to have you know 70% of the ball and be expected to beat uh, overall within the game I felt that Liverpool's shape was good they limited the opposition being able to play through and again for me the the star player apart from Trent Alexander-Arnold who I won't really go into because we've been, <laughs> been into him plenty of times on the podcast and talked about how brilliant a footballer he is and what he can do to improve so I won't go through that again especially because it's been all in the media this week but Luis Diaz again a really positive performance and I think he's been outstanding really this season when you think of how poorly Liverpool have played and since he's came to the club I said I felt that he had the ceiling to be the the best player in the league now that I want to sort of readdress that when you've got a league with Kevin De Bruyne within you know it could could be uh, you know it could have been a an elevated opinion but I really do think that he has superb ability and in no doubt to be one of the top players in the Premier League the the, the way he's able to travel with the ball the way he's be able to create threat from progressing the ball and moving it forward and taking Liverpool up the pitch and then normally ending productively with either a shot at goal or an opportunity he can create for teammates in a team that haven't been playing well I just think he is a top, top player. And I know there's been a lot said about Sadio Mane leaving Liverpool, and I've touched on this before, but I felt it was a good sale for Liverpool at the time. I felt that Mane had, had, had been past that, that peak cycle in his career. And Diaz has come in, and for me, just outstanding in it, everything he does. I love the little shift as he comes inside to take that extra touch to almost tee up the right foot shot. And I do believe there's a lot more to come in terms of his end product. I said that at the end of last year. But at this moment in time, he is really carrying Liverpool's attack in terms of the quality and the threat that he can generate. And hopefully Liverpool can just get the ball to him as many times as possible because it seems their best route to goal at this moment in time. And so the big talking point for me, obviously, coming out of the game is with Liverpool adopting what looked, you know, a 4-4-2 with one striker dropping off is who are going to play in them two central roles if Liverpool do keep to that system or who's going to play in the central role if it maintains a 4-3-3 system. And again, we know Diogo Jota's had a fantastic record against Arsenal. Obviously, the strange thing about Firmino at the moment is his actual productivity in front of goal and his numbers are actually really good for the season and actually were really good, you know, per 90, per minutes last season which is strange because it used to be the opposite. His actual output used to be nowhere near the amount of other elements and other great qualities that he brought to the game. I actually feel his, his all-round game has been pretty poor for for some of the games in terms of his link-up compared to what we're used to from him. But actually, inside the penalty area, he's by far more productive than the other two options Liverpool have in there, in Darwin Nunes and, and Diogo Jota. So it will be really, really interesting and you know, a, a lot of people have spoken about a, a system change for Liverpool and if they can adopt, say, a 4-2-3-1 or whatever it may be. But I think the interesting part for me is when you do play a system like that, you've got to have an outstanding player who plays in the number 10 role. There isn't many in world football. It's almost the dying art to be able to play in there when you think of, and I'll touch probably on this in a, in a later podcast, but the likes of you, you know, you think about the 90s in terms of Bergkamp, Zola, these players who occupied that, that number 10 space, Rivaldo. They are a dying breed in modern football systems and I do believe you need a really world-class exceptional player to base your system around and, and switch to that system because essentially 
by playing that player, it's the only real system you can play. You couldn't play a 4-3-3 because they wouldn't fit in, for example. You'd be limited in terms of, of playing other systems. So you would always have that one peeling off the centre-forward. So I don't believe Liverpool have that outstanding quality player to be able to play that role. And that's another reason why I'll be so interested to see how Liverpool go about it in the coming weeks. So good performance by Liverpool. Uh, although you have to factor in the opposition and... I am not taking for granted that that means Liverpool will be changing anytime soon based on the standard of opposition and the level of opposition they have to come in recent weeks or coming weeks. Mike Holt from Go On The Match Podcast with my review on Liverpool 2, Rangers 0. Um, exactly the right performance, exactly the right result that we were all looking for today. Um, I was actually a lot more confident going into this as soon as I seen the formation uh, and the team that the manager put out uh, looked like a 4-2-3-1. Um, I was actually um, tweeting about that a couple of hours before kickoff, saying that I'd like to see um, two double sixes in the midfield with the front four um, to just be able to cause chaos. And that's exactly what they did today. Um, that the double the double six in midfield helps provide more cover to the fullbacks, especially Trent when he was going forward. Henderson was more than happy to go in and fill in. Um and I think I just think it was a welcome change, that formation tonight. Um Trent just said it at the end there. Um post match that you know the the players benefited from it. Um in not so many words. And you know I think it just it just changed things up um quite nicely. Um, and it utilised the attack and threat that we do have in this squad. Um, going through the team, I thought everyone had a good game, which you can't say for for a number of weeks since maybe the Bournemouth game. Um, I was really impressed with Matt up tonight. Um, every time he gets the ball, you know, he's so underrated. Every time he gets the ball, his first pass is to look forward. It's never to go backwards, sideways. It's always to break the lines, and I think that's really important to the way that we play, to get the ball forward quickly. He always breaks lines, and it's very important. Um, obviously, Trent uh, gets gets the free kick, and you know, so overdue that he, he contributes to the game with an assist or a goal, and that'll do his confidence a world of good. Um, and he, his actual all-round performance was really good tonight as well. I thought he was really solid. His passing range was back, um, so that was good. Uh, on the other side, Simicast, he makes a brilliant goal line save towards the end there. Um, again, his all-round play was good. The centre-backs looked more assured. Um, like I say, with the double sixes in there of Henderson and Thiago, they play well together. It was much more impressive Henderson tonight. I thought he was really poor against Brighton, especially in the first half before he came off. Um, but he was polar opposite there tonight. Um, and then obviously that front four, it just, it just, it was more fluid. You know, Salah looked like he benefited from it. I know he gets the penalty, but he looked like more of a threat. Um, Diaz, Diaz was alive while his pressing was brilliant, but his first touch wasn't quite there tonight. Um, Jota played really well in that in that little role in you know behind Nunes. I know, I know some people were maybe thinking Firmino could do that role, but I think Firmino's been off the boil. I know he scored two goals the other day, but even when he came on at the end there, his touch and his passing, he just doesn't look quite on it. And I thought Jota played really well in that role, actually. His hold-up play was quite impressive, too, um, when he got into the nine position. Nunes, 
Uh, very impressed with him. Um, I'd have been really worried if Nunes wouldn't have started this game tonight because I'd, I'd have been asking the question, what was the point in signing him if we didn't start him? Um, and I think maybe the fact that he brought him off towards the end there makes me think that he might start him against Arsenal. Um, and I hope he does because he played really well there tonight. Um, he linked up really well with Salah, which I was quite, quite surprised about, to be honest. Through, little through balls to be able to hold it up and play him through. I thought he did really well. He had a few shots. He just needs to work on that clinical finish. Um, but I'm sure that'll come. Like I say, it was just more of a confidence. Not just the result, but the performance. Um, I know obviously both goals come from obviously a free kick and, and a penalty. And they're not from open play. But, you know, we just needed that result to just get some confidence within the fans, within within the players, the coaching staff. Um, going into a tough run of fixtures now. Arsenal away, and then we play Rangers away, and then City at home. You know, it's it, it's going to be a tough, tough fortnight for Liverpool. So it was really important to get this one boxed off, um, especially with Napoli winning against Ajax. Um, you know, you, you're probably looking at that group thinking, okay, well, it's probably us and Napoli that are going to go through now. But you've got to win your games, just like we need to do at the Ibrox next week. Um, fair play to the Rangers fans; made a lot of racket. Um, unfortunately, their their team, you know, they are. I do think they are quite championship level, um, sort of players. They they, they didn't really pose a threat. Um, they didn't test us. You know, Trent's been under some scrutiny. Maybe they would have put, um, Fashion Junior starting and put him on that wing and just get him to test Trent because he looked really impressive when he came on. But they just they just didn't really pose much of a threat. Morelos didn't really do anything. Um. But all, all for Liverpool, um, we can positive about our performance, positive about the result going into the weekend. You've been listening to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel.